exposition of the apostles creed section twenty one this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by mark warner exposition of the apostles creed by james dodds article seven from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead this clause of the creed points to the future as those who saw jesus ascend stood gazing up two heavenly messengers in white apparel appeared and said to them this same jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven jesus himself often warned the disciples that the time was at hand when he should leave them and return to his father but that his departure was not to be final for he would come again to gather all nations before him and to judge the quick and the dead he comforted them by the statement that his going away was expedient for them i go to prepare a place for you i will come again and receive you unto myself but the return was not to be only for the reception of the faithful into his kingdom and glory but for judgment upon all mankind the son of man shall come in the glory of his father with his angels and then shall he reward every man according to his works behold he cometh with clouds and every eye shall see him and they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him the time of christ's return to judgment has not been revealed of that day and hour knoweth no man no not the angels of heaven but my father only the first christians looked for it with joyous expectation believing that their lord and master would speedily appear and redress their wrongs cruelly persecuted by jew and gentile it is no wonder that apostles and other believers associated the second advent with emancipation and victory and termed it that blessed hope the glorious appearing of the great god and our saviour jesus christ under the influence of false teachers this expectation gave rise to unhealthy excitement and consequent disorder in the church in his second epistle to the thessalonians paul set himself earnestly to counteract their teaching he indignantly repudiated the doctrine attributed to him apparently in connection with a forged epistle and he supplied a test by which the genuineness of his letters might be proved the mistake of the thessalonians has often been repeated attempts have been made to fix the time of the lord's second coming and the work of predicting goes on busily still enthusiasts and impostors have been more or less successful in finding credulous followers again and again the progress of time has falsified such predictions but would-be prophets have not been discouraged by the blunders of their predecessors all men quick and dead are to be brought before the judgment seat the faithful that they may be raised to everlasting blessedness and the wicked to be dismissed to everlasting punishment paul describes the events of the great day of christ appearing as it will affect the saints the lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of god and the dead in christ shall rise first then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air he gives a similar description to the corinthians we shall not all sleep but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed he commanded us to testify says peter that it is he which was ordained of god to be the judge of quick and dead and paul writes to timothy that the lord jesus christ shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing the most awful descriptions of the judgment as it will affect the wicked are given by the lord jesus himself 
in matthew twenty five we have a series of images in which the terrors of the great day of the lord are set forth the virgins that go out to meet the bridegroom the servants with their talents the judge dividing all brought before him as a shepherd divideth the sheep from the goats are warnings of the certainty and severity of judgment and of the doom reserved for the ungodly the father judgeth no man but hath committed all judgment unto the son as god he has all things naked and open before him as man he became subject to human conditions and was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin our judge knows our frame our temptations our weakness our difficulties and in the judgment as in his life on earth he will not break the bruised reed or apply to men's conduct a harsher measure than they have merited judgment will begin at the house of god and sentence on the ungodly will be severe in proportion to knowledge privilege and opportunity men will be judged by their works and in this doctrine of scripture there is no opposition to that of justification by faith men cannot be justified by their own works but if christ be in them and the spirit of god dwell in their hearts then being dead to sin they follow holiness the distinction between the children of god and the children of the devil is this that the former class bring forth the fruits of righteousness and the latter the fruits of sin a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things in the judgment the works of every man shall be brought to light whether they be good or evil there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known the just shall be rewarded not on account of their good works but because of the atonement and righteousness of christ yet their works will be the test of their sanctification and the proof that they are members of christ and regenerated by his spirit end of section twenty one